you really want to jump? Do you want to? Well, then that's fine with me. Come on, let's do it. Hello, listeners. Uh, hello, listeners and talkers. DJ. How's it going? Hello, me. Dabs and coffee. Woo! Four. Listeners just want more. <coughs> oh, sorry. I took a dab because I was like, fuck. DJ, Look. I just drank some coffee. We are the show. We, the show is us. I'm drinking coffee right now, too. Dude, we are all over the place, too. We're on Twitter now. We're on We're on Facebook. We're on the, the regular internet. Um, Spotify, <laughs> Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts. Got to get on Instagram and YouTube. Those are the two. I think those are the two things missing. And then we will, we will dominate the internet. There we go. Our plan for world domination is in effect. Do we need to get on MySpace? Is it worth it? <laughs> yeah. I don't know about MySpace or TikTok or Snapchat or any of that. Reddit. Reddit. Are we on Reddit? Uh, you know, I could make us a Reddit page. Um, I did try to promote within Denver and Boulder, and the uh, admins wouldn't didn't like me. Um, but uh, I can promote on the cannabis pages as well, which I did some. Uh, I'll have to go back on Reddit. I haven't been on Reddit in a minute. Well, oh, yeah, another good time. Yeah, I fucking, I don't know what I did. I was just like from working out a lot or I think I just, I don't have a chair in my room or anything. So I'm always sitting on my bed and I probably have like bad posture. That my fucking sucks. back hurts, you know? Do you have enough uh, room in your room for a chair? I do. Yeah. Like uh, I, I used to I, have, I used to have a really tiny room, but it was enough for the the bed chair desk that was like perfectly Tetris into the room, you know. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's your combination. The bedroom, so that's a plus. You know what was good? Uh, pre-adult, like just pre-adult. Actually, it was already dangerous. Was I had somebody build me? Um, it wasn't a bunk bed, but they. Uh, Fuck, my brain's shot. Uh, they raised my bed. Um, mm-hmm. So I put a couch underneath it. And um, I don't know. It was like, it was the greatest thing ever, you know? But it was super yeah, wobbly. Tough. And then um, also, like, I was way too heavy for it already. And it was just at that age when I was finally able to, like, convince girls to get into my bed and um but it was super dangerous because then you have like you know you had that much extra weight and there Mm. was enough going on to the point like you know if there had been screwing going on it would have just collapsed and i think that like you know i don't know it's like it would be cool to transfer that bed to adulthood i mean more reinforced obviously Mm -hmm. And like a king size bed, but um, you know, women—they yeah. don't want to deal with that. 
And you, you don't want to climb up. Reinforced for, for screwing, obviously. Um, but just think of all the space <laughs> underneath. And think about that with couches, too. I always think of that. Obviously, you got to do something about feet dangling in the face. You'd have them on a thing. But mm-hmm. there's so much wasted space on uh, in the air. Vertically, yeah. Yeah. No, you know, it's funny because I, I had a buddy uh, who had this apartment. And in his apartment, he had taken a bunk bed and, like, reinforced it and then just had a double double level couches yeah and then a movie projectors and we'd sit there and fucking play video games and you know you had two people on top two people on bottom and it was comfy so it did work though that the feet weren't in yeah. the face no i don't remember no i think there was enough like it was tall enough where you're leaning over or the couches were further back or your feet were like on a platform so yeah, I like yeah. it. Yeah, I think that's underutilized. That could be a, a good business. We could uh, dabs and coffee and lofted couches. <laughs> <laughs> that could become part of the news. Lofted couch news. Lofted couches. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that book that I'm reading. Speaking of throwing throwing backs out, yeah, <laughs> is it? It makes you feel less of a man. Yeah, yeah, it just makes me depressed. That's fucking lame. Hmm. It just makes me want to. St- well, a lot of the advice I don't even understand it. Like it, it actually says in here. It says. I don't know how this book was written a while ago, but it says you should express dominance over podcast hosts by skull fucking them live on on face Facebook Live. It says that <laughs> in this book. What? Dude, that's oh. fucked up. But it yeah, says so up, in man. this book, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. And then I feel, you know, I feel like a pussy. Yeah, because it's basically saying that you need to do that to be a man, and I'm like, oh, fuck, that seems extreme. Right. You know, and then what does that do to our relationship? Because you're still alive, probably. Yeah, and like, I don't. Are we still doing? The, would we still do the podcast? Or it'd be weird. I I don't think I would ever. Uh, uh, I have a lot of animosity towards you, and we can never be friends again if you skull fucking. <laughs> You'd probably press I'd charges. Probably, I'd probably shoot you. <laughs> Your aim would be so off, though. Yeah, because I have one eye. You know, I mean, like if I'm dead, you know, I mean, like whatever. I don't care if I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's the statement of the day. <laughs> I don't care if I'm dead. Throw me in the trash. Right? I've decided to take some CBD because uh, I have a bunch of it and I never take it because um, my back. Yeah. I did rub some uh, salve on it this morning. Yeah, I got away from your back. I, uh, yeah, that sucks. You moved my so- eye. I don't know. Try sitting on the floor and leaning against the bed. Then you get then your yeah. your ass hurts. 
Yeah. Can't win. Can't win. Womp, womp, womp. So you watched uh, the NFL draft. I bet bet you did. Speaking of winners and losers. (laughs) uh, uh, Yeah. The NFL draft. It was, you know, I mean, it's still going on. This is just the first round was yesterday, which is the, you know, what you're going to watch. I'm not going to watch the second round, third round or whatever. Um, just because I could look it up online. It's just, you know, you want to see number one picks, you know. Um, but it was nice to watch. You know, it was mellow. Um, you know, usually it's, you know, at a big conference center, so to speak. <laughs> um, you know, and there's a lot of fans there um, and, you know, tons and tons of people. So it was interesting this year because obviously it was done uh, – virtually um so they just had cameras set up at all the draft picks homes and also at the uh coach and usually they had like a coach there and then like uh the general manager or like a vp there um but that that was kind of cool as you get to see their houses and like some of them were um yeah it was cool to see like some of the coaches kids and stuff and some of them would let them talk to the uh players being drafted so you know it was like kind of cool all around but then i also thought it was interesting that some coaches um that even uh uh, had kids uh they didn't put them on air (laughs) so i'm like well i guess they don't love them um but yeah um I thought it was funny because my do, team. Do coaches yeah. love their kids? I don't know. <laughs> I they, guess, they all seem I like assholes to me. Every are. coach ever on the planet just seems like an asshole. Yeah, that's true. And they push their kids hard and like live through their their children. You know. Well, it seems like a lot of guys do that. Uh, but the coach thing, I don't know. Every time there's somebody's a coach, I'm always like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But I don't know. I thought it was cool. Uh, the thing I didn't like was, uh, you know, it was COVID-19 propaganda every time there was an ad. COVID-19! COVID-19! You know? Um, you know, it's like, dude, I fucking get it. We're living this shit, like. It's hard to get away. I mean, I, I I can't even listen to YouTube without an ad popping up uh, related to COVID nineteen. You know, it's like I'm listening to music, take my mind off things. I don't need to think about it. I really don't until it's prompted. Um, That's probably the point. Yeah, right. That's the conspiracy behind it, right? Don't, um, you know, put it in your face because you're not thinking about it. Yeah. Um, but all the ads that every single one of them was COVID-19 related and they all had the same approach. They were all, they all tried to pull on your heartstrings and, uh, just promote unity through the isolating. And it was just fucking exhausting, man. It was just like, dude, I, every fucking commercial. And I was like, you know, it would have been nice if somebody did something kind of lighthearted, related to COVID, you know, like some kind of something with a mask. And I don't know. 
something a little more less repetitive, you know? Sure. So, you know, that's why I was like, you know, I think ad execs, like, why didn't anybody do a lighthearted or like a comical COVID-19 commercial? You know, like that laughter is the best medicine. So. Okay. Remember, folks, laughter is the best medicine. Unless you're a diabetic, then insulin <laughs> is the best medicine. There we go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everybody. We can make uh, some magic happen and edit some stuff. Yeah, we're, we're we're not gonna though because we're fucking raw, dude. I've been on a lot of shows, but there's no better crowd than you just right here. I'll tell you that. Right <laughs> You're a pro. <laughs> You're a pro. You came out here. You lit this crowd up. I'm you... just telling the truth. You're tr- fucking raw, raw as a hot dog. Um, oh man, yeah, I'm pretty high. That was a good dab. It's first one of the day. I was like, oh fuck. Um, so I'm gonna move on to cannabis news. Uh, in Massachusetts, medical marijuana regist- re- registration spike two hundred and forty five percent. More than seventy two hundred uh, individuals obtained their medical marijuana cards after recreational pot shops are deemed non-essential by Governor Charlie Baker via the Boston Globe. Um, yeah, I think we discussed that Massachusetts wasn't opening up their recreational pot shops some episodes ago. I thought that uh, they were uh, delivery, though. Oh, I guess they're not open at all. You just read non-essential yeah huh yeah non-essential that's so funny 245 <laughs> percent. that's insane a lot of happy doctors down there yeah right and happy people that can get on that that was pointed out in that documentary that i watched about how that's sort of a bullshit the uh, script writing uh, script writing <laughs> Oh, prescription right. Yeah, just the doctors, you know, I mean, you just go in and tell them. Because you you said script writing, and I'm like, well, I wrote this script, man. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, Just, uh, you know, you just have to go in and say one of five things is wrong, and they know that. So, yeah, whatever. No, I mean... I got my medical card because I have a knee condition called Osgood Slaughters. Uh, and this was you know, years and years ago because you know, they didn't have recreational weed. Uh, but yeah, I had my red card, as they call it. And uh, yeah, Osgood Slaughters was the reason. And uh, I mean, you know, now I buy my weed recreationally, but it's still my medicine. But I totally get that. You know, obviously, if I when I went into a medical shop and there was a dude there that had, uh, you know, like Parkinson's or something, like I always let them cut in front of me because I don't need it as bad as they do. You know, plus you know, and I know people take advantage of it. You know, but you know, also psychological reasons too. You know, just to calm me down, I need it. I take it uh, because people with Parkinson's freak me out. 
and it helps me calm down when I'm around them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Is there, is there any um, news going on with nurses? Say hello, nurse. Say hello to the rugs topography. Yesterday, a nurse from Ontario uh, was federally charged of trying to exploit her position to smuggle more than 150 pounds of marijuana into the United States. Travel between Canada and the U.S. is limited during the coronavirus uh, pandemic. Terry Lean Maxwell, age 48, obtained a place a placard from the Canadian Border Services Agency allowing her to cross the Ambassador Bridge into Detroit on Wednesday, according to U.S. Attorney Matthew Schneider. I don't As a nurse, Matthew Schneider. I've never trusted that. Schneiders, huh? Yeah. Let them have, make good pretzels, though. Yeah. I'll give them that. Uh, yeah. But as a lawyer... No. I mean, you shouldn't trust any lawyer. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Tell him to read that book you're reading. Yeah, really. Here you go, pussy. <laughs> um, as a nurse, her travel was allowed with a placard. I like that they call it a placard. You know? <laughs> I know. It's just a piece of paper. Yeah, I feel like she's like carrying around a plaque. You know, it's like framed. I guess. I, I mean, I guess a placard. What is a placard? Is it just a piece of paper that you display? I, uh, yeah, I, I believe so. I guess. I think it's just like, it's just like a a language thing. I mean, even though they speak English, but I think it's like, you know, like in England, a truck is called a lorry, you know? No, I guess. I just, I've seen the um, uh, cars around that have like a, a piece of paper posted in the back window that says something about essential worker. And then I, I just now when we're reading this, I was like, maybe it's called a placard when you, when you display a piece of paper that way, maybe it just, right. Maybe it becomes a placard, but yeah, I don't know. That's a good word though. We should, we should start coming up with reasons to use placard. Placard. Yeah. That's a palatial placard. Um, okay, so as a nurse, her travel was allowed with a placard designated her, designating her as an essential worker. Canadian authorities asked Maxwell to open her trunk for an inspection before she crossed the border. <coughs> Pardon. They found the trunk fully loaded with an odor of marijuana <laughs> emanating from the inside. Fully loaded. With fully loaded with the odor, fully load, fully loaded. Love that. You think it like driving um a, a a Volkswagen Beetle like Herbie, fully loaded. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'd like to know what kind of fucking car this was. If it was like Cheech and Chong, like it was like a smart car, and it's just fucking filled. Marijuana is leaking out everywhere, or like you know, was it a spacious Cadillac or something? Well, it's weird. Like they found the trunk fully loaded with an odor of marijuana emanating. Uh, uh, I don't know. 
<laughs> Whatever. It smelled like weed. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, you got weed. Like, it's going to fucking stink. But it even says that the for, upon further inspection, it revealed that the 143 vacuum-sealed plastic bags had contained a combined 153.69 pounds of marijuana. Um, Maxwell is being charged with uh, attempting to import more than 100 pounds of marijuana. She faces up to 20 years in prison if convicted. Jeez. You see, though, what's kind of messed up about that is why... Oh, I mean, obviously money, but... Um, you know, isn't it Michigan that, that's getting... Or they have medical marijuana. I don't know. Are they recognizable? I don't. I know they're one of those that like either just happened or it's going to happen. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, Illinois. Illinois, I think, is yeah fully recreational. Are we connected? We're connected. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well but umbilical cord whatever hopefully uh, I, I don't know whatever That's, it is uh, recreational in, in, in uh, Michigan huh. but yeah so that's the, the story of the nurse who got caught smuggling um, and other cannabis news, uh, this is uh, for the state of Virginia. Uh, mar- marijuana decriminalization is on track for July. Um, this is another thing we did bring up, um, well, probably last month. So I felt like it was good to come back to it. Because, um, yeah, if the officials believe it's on track, you know, right. you got to have in your governor and your senators and everything is, you know, they're so put together. <laughs> I mean, look at, Look at Kemp, the governor of Georgia. You know? Yeah, yeah. So how confusing that fucking guy. Is, That's all uh, so goddamn confusing. Florida yeah. too. Yeah, and it's like you know, I have a hard time really believing any of this with our current, you know, pandemic. Uh, so you know, stay tuned. Yeah, a pandemic makes it sound so much worse. Than it really is. Well, I, mean, epi- I guess it is. What, what? What? I don't want to look it up. Um, there's a. I mean, at some point, <laughs> epidemic becomes pandemic. I think pandemic is everything. Like it crosses over everything. Like from anim- okay. animal to person. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like you could have an epidemic among an animal population. Or an epidemic in a nursing home, maybe, but like the pandemic, you know, it was cro- pro- I guess they're saying, you know, then again, who knows if it was even fucking from an animal? Could have, no, I, 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 I would have never thought that like epidemic and then pandemic's worse. And then what's worse than a uh, pandemic? Is it the, uh, is it a crisis? You know, is there like a, uh, a, uh, a, you know, like a system, like uh, King Hen- Henry doesn't drink chocolate milk, you know, like Kilo, Hecto, Deca. I don't know, man. Once you get out of the universe, you just end up in the multiverse. What? <laughs> <laughs> Fourth dimensions. 
How about fifth dimension? That chick was hot. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, man. I don't either. I kind of want to know about <laughs> coffee, though. I've been thinking about it right now because I'm sipping it. Yeah, I was just sipping some, too. I was like, I need uh, a little more. I need to heat it up. Um, yeah, this is uh, via CNN, the Communist News Network. Do you, um, do you like... They have, so you don't like CNN. Do you like Fox? Maybe. That's, <laughs> that's just fucking garbage shit. As far as I'm concerned, it's all fucking garbage shit, man. No, I know. I don't. Yeah. I don't like CNN either. But like, yeah, I can't rely on Fox. So it's like I'm at the point where I actually I watch PBS. <laughs> I, I like the, the, the old French people. Dude. I just yeah. need old people that aren't all like bombastic. It's almost like yeah. That's almost like what I'm basing who I'm taking news from is like level-headed old people, you know, it's right. Cause I've just seen too much of the personalities on both sides where I'm like, these are like adults yeah, no, that act sure. like they're on MTV. No, it's fucking ridiculous. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it depends on what's, what is related to? I mean, I take anything political or anything related to COVID nineteen right now with a grain of salt, you know, sand, whatever the fucking saying is, uh, just because you know. But like, this is coffee news. Like, I, I guess you know, uh, higher uh, socialists, you know, they they can know something about coffee. So. <laughs> well, then you would want to go for <laughs> MSNBC, right? Yeah. that's the way i well i don't know it's weird they i used to i used to think they were off the charts on the left but then i don't know maybe not i don't even know i just you know how like in recent years i don't have real channels i just look at um you know you just get like clips from youtube that are different news stations reporting or that's the way I, you know, it's it's like I almost just look up news and then it's like, here's what we found from this hour from these sources. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, and like on like you know if you know you know Fox News is very conservative, very well, I guess I'll say Republican, uh, you know, very yeah, they're just like that way, you know. So like obviously your your news is skewed, but like no, that's how it's skewed. CNN is more liberal, and like they don't check their sources fucking at all. No. Um, well, the thing is also is I think even from all points, even if they do check their sources, I think they just ignore them. I mean, just right, it, it has to be right. sensational. You just apologize. Well, you don't even apologize later. I mean, because I don't think. I mean, is there any kind of is there any law that says news has to be true? I mean, what's the difference between news and entertainment? Yeah, right. No, I mean, you know, that's the world we live in now. I, I don't fucking know. I will say that um, uh, CNN they have a really beautiful 
Anchor. Her name is Robin Mead, if you're not familiar. Oh. Robin Mead? She might be a little older now, but I know like when I was like a teenager, I had a crush on her. Yeah, she sounds familiar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I used to watch her in the morning. Um, yeah. But it's weird because HLN was like a spinoff version of CNN. And uh, right. it was almost like they just said, yeah, it was like every half hour they just said the same shit over and over again. Oh, yeah, no, I know. Well, you know, I noticed what what they would do. And I, I it's funny you brought this up is they were more, I don't know, loose scripted where it would be 30 minutes of them telling the same news over and over. But, but eventually, if they got it first try and they were able to run through all the news, they would keep that recording and then play it over. Yeah. But sometimes... They would just like it would be okay. Like you know, we met, we didn't we weren't able to get to this other thing, so we got to figure out how to put it in. Or breaking news comes on, right? Know? So you know, it's yeah, that's funny. That's funny right now, though. Also, I don't know when this changed. If it was after nine eleven, and it's just been going on now for uh, like oh the bars like twenty years. Is that it, there's always well, yeah, there's always the little reader thing, a crawler or whatever. But like, um, yeah, there's always breaking news now, always, right. and it's never yeah. really, it's rarely anything. I mean, there's, it's just like Trump has something to say, and that's breaking right. news, or like, it's like the Speaker of the House is about to say something. She never has anything to say. It's never breaking news. Right. It's just bullshit. So, yeah. I just, I'm always like, I. <laughs> I always know nothing's about to happen. <laughs> I don't know, man. Right. It's like, Nothing it's like, happens. it's put me, that has to do with it. Maybe that's what set me. Maybe why they're telling me to read this fucking book is because it's like, it's almost like decades of just being told like something like be ready. This is going to happen. Shit's going to hit the fan. And it's like, nothing ever really happens. And it's just like, fucking whatever. Just kind of yeah. go along, fucking it's like, uh, dragging my it's, feet, I think, waiting to die. The Onion has like <laughs> you know that their spoof news, and you know the one with the bear, where they're just like a bear is loose in a neighborhood. <laughs> like okay, yeah, yeah, that happens. That is news. Um, but coffee news. Um, a study. Uh, well, this is about the healthiest ways to brew coffee. Uh, a study followed over half a million healthy Norwegian men and women between the ages of 20 and 79 over a 20-year period. Um, I, I think it's interesting they chose Norwegian people. I feel like they're healthy people to begin with. Yeah. Uh, probably lots of fish, you know. I think they have rich Viking bloodlines. So... Uh, but results showed drinking boiled or pressed unfiltered coffee. So uh, I would assume um, like a French press or like, I guess like certain drip coffee mechanisms. Um, but uh, drinking boiled or pressed unfiltered coffee raised the risk 
of death in men age 60 and above due to elevated cardiovascular mortality. Uh, they don't specify in this article either if it was caffeine or uh, you know decaf, but you know, let's assume when you're you know 60, you might want to cut it back on so much caffeine, you know. Yeah, I've also read, though, that there's something weird about decaf, something about the way that they remove the caffeine from the the beverage. Because I used to drink decaffeinated, like, um, tea sometimes. Like, I would just in the – because I, I didn't want to drink so much – like, decaf coffee is just kind of something gross about it. But, like, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I drink beverage all day, and it's like at some point I didn't want caffeine – and then um, I can't remember what it was, so it's stupid to even mention it. I'll have it by next time. But it was something about no, it's not because it's another decaf process makes it weird, like decaffeinating tea. Well, no, think about. It. I think you know. I mean, I, 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 it's first off, it's another step in the yeah. processing. So therefore, that's bad. Secondly, I would relate that to like you know cannabis, like you know full spectrum oil with tons of terps and everything and uh, more cannabinoids compared to distillate just being you know thc or cbd distillate you know right where it's all those things together you know so the same with the beans the caffeine you know um that's my spiel um but uh drinking filter coffee through a paper filter for example was found to be healthier than drinking no coffee at all so there you go. That's actually coffee is healthy for you. Um, <laughs> filter coffee was linked to a 15% reduced risk of death from any cause, uh, a 12% uh, decreased risk of death from cardiovascular disease in men, and a 20% lowered risk of death from heart disease in women when compared to drinking no coffee. In fact, the study found those who drank one to four cups of filtered coffee per day had the lowest mortality rate. But there are some evidence-based recommendations uh, from this article. Um, one was watch your sleep. Don't drink coffee before bed. No fucking shit. It's um, weird. Some people apparently can. I don't know. Like People drink coffee. All I can, though. I definitely can. Like caffeine keeps me like it does wake me up. But yeah, I can fucking go back to sleep if I really wanted to. Or like if I had too much caffeine before bed, I can still make it happen. Maybe not as late though. I have had trouble sleeping. <laughs> I can make late, it happen. But, I, <laughs> but no, I, I would. I mean, like, you know, you go to work and like, you know, maybe there's days where I'd have a fucking cup of coffee or still be drinking coffee. You know, at five o'clock when I'm going home, right? yeah. then it's like, all right, well, I'm drinking that a little bit more. It'll say six o'clock, and then you know, you should go to bed by nine ten. You know, so, uh, other um, evidence-based recommendations are: uh, a pregnant pregnant women should not drink coffee. Uh, um, it's bad for the fetus. Um, caffeine will cause a fetus to become rageful. And they may escape from the embryonic sac. <laughs> that would be good. Uh, if you 
if you want to see this demonstrated, uh, see the 1974 movie It's Alive. Uh, also, Train Spotting or Dead Alive or other uh, movies that have caffeinated babies. In um, I shit. This is another bad quote because I can't do it right. But the uh, the poster for It's Alive for the original, it's great. Uh-huh. Um, because it's like a bassinet, like an old timey one and hanging over the side of it, you just see this little claw and it says something like, there's something wrong with the Johnson's baby, dot, dot, dot. It's alive. (laughs) (laughs) Great. I saw the remake with uh, Bijou Phillips and... It was a horrible movie, but she's hot. So, yeah, I remember like I I was trying. I, I saw a movie like this when I was a kid. Like really, like too little to have seen that movie, and uh, it always stuck with me. Is I was like, that's fucked up. What a weird movie, you know. And I remember being really campy and stuff. Uh, but I couldn't. I couldn't remember if it was It's Alive or if it was like another one or if it was like a you know one from the eighties or something or. 90s I, I couldn't fucking recall um but yeah my my favorite um, use of a baby as something other than just being a baby lately has been in that show um the boys with the superheroes and uh uh-huh. when the normal guys when the boys break into like the lab where they're like they have all of the infant i guess i'm spoiling the show spoiler uh, they have all the infant superheroes in their little incubation things and like a bunch of dudes run in where, you know, the like bad guys run in and one of the main boys picks up one of the babies and takes him out of his little, his container and uses him as a laser because the baby has laser beam eyes <laughs> oh, and he just points them at people and he shoots lasers. It's fucking great. It's so goddamn funny. I I had to watch it so many times because it just, I feel like when I see things that I haven't, I don't know, I'm so jaded. And then sometimes I see things and I'm like, I have not thought of that yet. Using a baby with laser beam eyes as a weapon. It's fucking great. I'm going to try to avoid uh, dead baby jokes. I'm really struggling right now. I didn't know there were none. I didn't know there were other jokes. Uh, I didn't know there was non-baby jokes. Non-dead baby jokes is what I'm saying. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Coffee. Healthiest ways to brew coffee. Or now we're on evidence-based recommendations. So, people with Parkinson's syndrome, you should not drink coffee. I am not a scientist, but if you are already jittery, coffee will make you more jittery if you have Parkinson. Um, this other last recommendation is, yeah, right. This uh, last recommendation is, uh, you know, everybody probably fucking knows too, is like low-fat milk over cream or whatever, your almond milk, whatever the fuck you want to use. Avoid sugar. You know, the best way is, uh, you know, well, as far as the healthiest way, I believe, is uh, the uh, drink black coffee. 
uh, you know, I like my women, like I like my coffee, ground up and in the freezer. Hey, you know, I actually, I don't. Uh, I'm not a serial killer. <laughs> you know, it's uh, those remakes of the. Okay, so Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original. That's the best one. But then they did make some remakes yeah. in the early. I mean, they've made a bunch of remakes, but uh, in the early 2000s, they made the Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Jessica Biel. And then they made um, like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning. And then they might have made a few more. Oh, yeah. And that involves a lot of women in like freezers and shit. And I was just saying, you know, there are some pretty hot chicks in freezers and stuff, you know. Yeah, there you go. Do you know the difference between uh, uh, a dead baby and a Porsche? Oh, shit. You can't uh, fuck a Porsche in the mouth? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Well, you can't, but no, uh, there's not a Porsche in my garage. Oh. (laughs) Oh. Uh, yeah. Get rid of that last joke. I like my coffee black, though. Like my metal. Oh, I, I checked out uh, uh, Man of War. Oh, you fucking did? Awesome. Oh, was that the picture you fucking used? <laughs> that's that's you and me and Paul. That's us, <laughs> at, that's us at our last job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's us when we were just ready for work. <laughs> that's us uh, kicking ass. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was such a good picture. I forgot that existed. I was like, I love that picture. I might have to print that out and frame it. Well, know? there's a fourth guy, but he got cut off, and I figured it, there was only three of us on the episode anyway. So, Yeah. I think – you mean Eric Rooster? <laughs> I think he's, he's, he's cut himself out. We didn't cut him out. I don't know. He was on uh, recently. I just – I don't know what he's got going on. If he's if he's working on yeah. a different, uh, you know, if he's if he's working on some some, what if he's working on some whole thing on the side that like as soon as the thing ends he's gonna be like, okay guys I got to set up at all these different venues, and here's how we're gonna make money, right. and he's just got it all worked out. What are the chances? That's great. <laughs> oh, but speaking of money, uh. Yeah, did you you get paid for unemployment? I was like, we got paid for like four weeks or something. I I got paid. I got to check how much or like uh, if it covered like however many weeks that I. Uh, that actually reminds me, I have to request unemployment. Oh, you should have already done that. Well, I've just been doing it on Fridays. Oh, I just have it set like every week. Just request. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, wow, okay, cool. <laughs> um it was pretty trippy, man. So what's going on other than what we have thus far said? What more could be said to the people today? Is there any psychedelics news? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> medical researchers wor- worry that Silicon Valley would could screw up psychedelics. 
Um, this is per one zero medium.com, or you can just find it on medium.com. Um, despite the recent resurgence of psychedelic research, much is still unknown about how these substances work. While research shows that psilocybin, for instance, works on the serotonin receptors in the brain and MDMA aids the release of serotonin and dopamine. Researchers in this space caution that this is not where the magic lies. Startups may be jumping the gun trying to make medical claims for products that are poorly designed. Um, yeah, and with these medical studies, I mean, they're, you know, medical studies go on for years. I mean, we just that one we just heard about coffee was going on for 20 years. Yeah. Right. So, uh, like this stuff with the, I, you know, a lot of this stuff too that I, I think where we're getting, you know, we, they can only, re- there's only so much to say so often. And so stuff's going to get reported on. It's almost the same, but slightly different all the time. And then people speculate on that. So, right. I yeah. mean, who knows how long it's going to be before this stuff is actually coming to any kind of fruition and then like it's even saying like we were talking yesterday like oh taking the trip out of lsd tripping i mean what actually comes to the public for medicinal purposes might not be what you think or want it to be i mean you might still illegally be going after what you illegally want it for yeah that's a whole weird thing with like the whole CBD market, like legal weed, it's like medicinal weed and then recreational weed. Um, people want things for different reasons. And then companies design things for financial reasons. So, sorry, there's no yeah. spiel on No, 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 for sure. For sure. I mean, you're right. I mean, this is stuff that like, it's like slightly different each time, but it really comes down to like the same debate, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, like, you know, and it kind of relates to decriminalization versus legalization, you know, like, yeah, legalization is great because they'll be able to, you know, isolate certain compounds or whatever and from the psychedelic substances and refine and find, you know, study them and, and use it to treat PTSD and other mental health disorders. But, uh, but then you're right. I mean, but then it's like, well, if they decriminalize it or. Uh, then you know, then it's just like, yeah, you can have your party drugs, you know. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, it's it's like a positive and negative. Uh, you know, it's not it's just like catch twenty two. Um, There's also like, like, I think when marijuana eventually becomes federally legal, um, I I don't know. There's going to be some weird changes that happen with regulations. Um, and so that would be something to think about with this sort of thing too. Like, is it going to be, so you go from decriminalize to like medically legal per state and then like federally still illegal or federally legal. There's a lot of different things that need to be taken into account when, I don't know, it's not. I don't know. I've become interested in this because it used to just be like, I mean, years ago, it seemed weird that one would consider marijuana actually being legal 
even for medicinal reasons and then for recreational reasons is really weird and now it's like an industry yeah and so for psychedelics the fact that suddenly there's these companies that with names that we sort of recognize i mean i'm looking at kevin o'leary from shark tank here even though i don't i thought he was in trouble for running over somebody in a boat or something um (laughs) don't quote me on that but uh there's other like you know i and then eric had been mentioned this while we were working together and i i guess i never really looked into it too much he was like no they're really you know this is becoming a thing and it's like well shit maybe in a few years there's some sort of industry going on and yeah it's true and you know what's funny is i think that our background in the cannabis industry would you know with it which is a, another industry that's gonna that was that is um heavily well or will be further have more heavily regulated um you know they're gonna want people to have that back well also so. most of yours and i's and eric's and paul's dna has actually been co-opted by psilocybin and lsd so it's like it's just a natural environment yeah. for us to be in because we're always tripping <laughs> <laughs> can't get away it sucks <laughs> he's that? always wearing a hat <laughs> sorry thinking of uh i'm thinking of a uh, mad hatter oh uh one researcher said uh it's best for the consumer to have and this is quoted it's best for the consumer to have the least amount of regulation as possible uh, you know what causes consumer products and therapy to be expensive? Artificially regulating their ability, availability. Pardon. Uh, and he was also later quoted as saying, uh, "They call it a psychedelic renaissance, but what is a renaissance without artists, without creators? I want to see more Michelangelo's." So, I guess that he's referring to. Uh, like not just you know working with the the product so to speak and uh creating something you know beautiful uh something you know that's beneficial and and not just pumping out uh you know production drugs well it's you know. like i i read about this guy's thing earlier that said I think this is the guy that's already made some things, but he can't, you know, he can't obviously sell them. He's made like, um, yeah. uh, inhaler, uh, things like that. I'm trying to find the, the space. Uh, but, um, I don't know when I, when I read about people with the intention of selling things in any kind of commercial way, that they say are for like anything other than profit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And I, and then I'm like, well, it's a capitalistic system. So it's just bullshit. The whole thing's just fucking bullshit. You know what I mean? Like I want to, yeah. I want to yeah. release the Michelangelo's of the world. And it's just like, well, then we need to stop having money. I, I don't know what yeah, to tell you. True, I mean, well, the Michelangelo's are gonna, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's they're already you know, fucked up. 
That's up. That's up for Michelangelo's to decide that they want to yeah. be Michelangelo's. Yeah. They're not yeah. waiting for your fucking inhaler. I really don't know what that is in relation to. I just liked his verbiage. Uh, yeah. But, but I mean, but but he's right. I guess. I mean, the regulation thing is kind of interesting too. Is I mean, you know, I I agree with regulations, uh, but I do think they want to see self-regulate. You know, see an industry that's self-regulating. But I mean, it is a fucking drug, so they should be able to abide by the you know CFR for drugs. Oh yeah, yeah, right. You know, yeah, yeah. the uh, The whole regulatory thing. When I was younger, I was all uh, very anti any kind of regulation, anything. Like when I first was introduced to libertarianism, I was like, "Well, this just solves everything." But then, uh. You know, as you get older and you realize that you live in like a society and like it's like functionality of, of things, it was like, oh, I guess you need some shit to be. And then it, but then it gets into no, this gray do. area that annoys everybody because, you know, we all kind of realize that in order for people not to fucking die in the system to kind of balance, there does need to be some regulation. But then I get why people get pissed because you get like regulations that turn into the sub regulations. I mean, we know about this just looking at all those, the CFR thing. Cause it's like, Hey, okay. Uh, ABC and then check out DF seven Y seven J. And it just like self-referential right. shit. And it goes around in circles and it, and, you know, it's like, that's why I think it drives people trying to run businesses crazy. And then they got to bring in people like me that like try to interpret it for them. And it kind of, I get it yeah. why, why it sucks, but I also get it why it's like sort of needed. Yeah. Agreed. God, it sucks. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, today in history, um, in uh, 1918, Ireland's Easter Rebellion started. Uh, this was an uprising against uh, Great Britain, who was occupying Ireland at the time. Uh, people attacked and rioted against British governmental buildings. This later paved the path for the IRA, the Irish Republican Army. Uh, in other historic news, oh yeah, and today is... We're referring to 424. Uh, Wait, real quick. As the date. Real quick, sorry. Uh, so, Irish Republican Army. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a really good movie um, with Michael Fassbender called Hunger. About. Um, huh. It's about that stuff. The, 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 the You know the fights that white people in Europe get into that Americans don't really understand? <laughs> the yeah. Irish. And. It happened, it wasn't even that long ago, I think it was it was 70s maybe, where, you know, there was like people in, in well anyway, there was like a prison, um, they starved themselves, uh, they made a, a starvation pact, it was uh, when uh-huh. uh, Margaret Thatcher was in charge, and it was one of these movies that I think was not a big release in this country, but it was by the it was by the director uh, of uh, Twelve Years a Slave, and um, he directed another one with Michael Fassbender called uh, Shame. 
that was uh was also good and i think ladies like that one because he's naked in that movie all the time i've heard women ref- refer to michael <laughs> fassbender's dick before as hard on you as as it, as it is on the character does well, that make any sense flaccid most of the time um, now wait a minute not really so, oh for the love uh, of god <clears throat> Uh, no. <laughs> so, so, um, anyway, he, uh, he's in, uh, he's in the hunger and it's one of those movies where you, you ever see, a you ever see, uh, Christian Bale get real skinny in the mechanic. So oh, yeah. I don't know who got skinnier, Christian Bale or Fassbender because he looks frightening skinny in this movie and it's weird because you're watching it and you're like i don't think anybody saw this movie and this dude looks like he's on the verge of like literally starving to death like you know human skeleton kind of thing it's weird i don't even know what movies michael fast he's he plays the young version of magneto in the x-men uh Uh, Prometheus. Okay. Yeah, Prometheus. Jesus. Every time I hear that, I feel a little disappointed because I thought it was going to be so good. And then yeah. I saw it, and then I just got confused. Like, oh, I reading that book. He was Dr. Manhattan, wasn't he? No, that wasn't. No, that's Billy Crudup. What else? Is it? I get Fassbender and yeah. confused. Oh, no, he's in fucking Glorious Bastards. Yeah. You get him and who? Him and Christian Bale are like the same guy in my head. I could see that. They kind of yeah. look the same, and they're both. I don't know if I think he's German and Bale's British. British or wait, Welsh. I don't know if they get mad if you call him British. That, that's another <laughs> one of those white people thing that I don't understand. Like I thought you were all the same. Yeah, right. Well, it's just like, uh, I mean, even Hispanics, like you can't, you know, you can't say they're from Mexico. They get mad at you, you know? Yeah. And, um, but I mean, I, I'd be mad if I went somewhere and they thought I was a Canadian. Yeah. You know? I felt bad. Um, when I was, uh, we were really tired and I was in, um, Italy and I heard some people speaking English and I was like, oh, man, I was really happy to hear uh, American voices. And then they said they were Canadian. And I felt like a, and I felt <laughs> like a dick because I just assumed everybody that sounded. Well, <laughs> yeah, I can't be right. What is, all right. It's all about America. It's, all right. So it's, it's the continent of North America. Yeah. But I guess it's the United States of America. So when you say... Oh, it's nice to hear someone speaking American. He didn't say I, English, so that's a, that was better. <laughs> North American English. Yeah, that's just like whatever. I don't know. Uh, another historical uh, fact um, today, uh, in the year eighteen hundred, the Library of Congress was established. Woo! Libraries, uh, Congress, woo! Um, 
And then uh, in 1982, Jane Fonda's first workout tape was released. Uh, this was revolutionary at the time. It started uh, the home workout craze pretty much. And, um, you know, we wouldn't have a uh, Tybo or a P90X. Hey, man, her, you, you know? should uh, look up uh, some young Jane Fonda. She's a babe. Uh, oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, she's in her 80s. I don't know. She's still she's still good looking. I mean, for a woman in her 80s. Give her right. that. Where's Richard Simmons been? Yeah, really. He was uh he was his own thing, you know what I mean? Like he was everywhere. And then he just dropped off the face of the what happened? Did some industry shit happen that like he was no longer relevant or did some weird shit happen, do you think? I don't or did know. like they just not sell I mean, videos anymore? Obviously he was a gay man and like, you know, back when he was doing his thing, you know, uh homosexuality wasn't as accepted, so maybe it was something to do with that. I don't, know. I don't think he ever said he was, so maybe that's one of those things. Where he just never wanted to, Maybe never he's wanted not. to <laughs> say it. And he was like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'll, I'm going to Google once we're done with this podcast and see, hey, what a, where's that guy at? Where is he now? I always thought it was kind of funny because uh, but, uh, uh, Richard Simmons was like this workout guy, but like he wasn't in that, he didn't look like he was in that great of shape. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I guess he used I guess he used to be He's just really a motivator. Fat. He never bothered looking up the before picture. Yeah. He's a big fat guy that got in shape dancing to the oldies. Sweating to the oldies. <laughs> so what do you got? What well, that's gonna be it for episode twenty four, uh Dabs and Coffee. Um, I gotta make a phone call because uh, I got a potential employer Holy just called smokes. me. So. Well, best Holy of smokes. luck, and uh, we'll we will uh, we will talk to you again soon. And uh, hope uh, everybody uh, washes your hands and uh, nobody touch anything. Don't t- don't even look at it. All right, later. Come on.